is Friday, February 3rd, 2023, and Chinese spy balloon has been hovering over our nuclear silos here in America and breaking. Joe Biden has officially surrendered to his masters in communist China. He refuses to shoot down this enemy aircraft. U.S. Congressman from Montana joins the show, hopefully with a gun, to shoot down this commie blimp. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Commie China has sent over a spy aircraft, a spy balloon that has been hovering over the United States of America for a week. And the U.S. military has known about this for a week. Huh? Now, it's hovering over a state, Montana currently, that has multiple Air Force bases and multiple nuclear silos. The vast majority of America's nukes are in the center of the country, inside of the northern plain states. And these nuclear weapons, of course, are highly secretive. They're, the bases and where they are located is highly secretive. Their operations are highly secretive. And this balloon is hovering right over them? What the hell is going on? Joe Biden is refusing to shoot this thing down. And we know why, because Joe Biden is owned, operated, controlled by the communist Chinese. And we are going to detail all of that today. And of course, Ryan Zinke will be joining us. The only sole congressman from Montana served in the Trump administration. And I have a feeling that you're going to want to uh, see that, ladies and gentlemen. Ryan Zinke is not a guy to F around with. He is pissed, ladies and gentlemen. And he's going to be giving us his exclusive commentary on the commie spy balloon. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and see what does this thing look like? It's big enough. It looks like the moon in the sky. Uh, what does this balloon look like in the sky? What do we know about it so far? Go. The U.S. military scrambled F-22 fighter jets Wednesday and closed the Billings, Montana airport for two hours, ordering a ground stoppage in case the president gave an order to shoot the balloon down. The president was briefed by his national security team about his options. President Biden was advised by his military chiefs about the possibility for civilian casualties if they were to shoot the balloon down over the continental U.S., adding the surveillance balloon does not provide the Chinese government with more intelligence than it can glean from existing low-orbit satellites. U.S. officials tell me they have mitigated the ability for this balloon to survey any sensitive sites, blocking it from doing so, and that they are learning a lot by monitoring the balloon. Dana? Jennifer, a lot of people are wondering why the administration wouldn't have just shot it out of the sky immediately, especially if it was over um, uninhabited mountainous areas in Montana. Is there any good reason for that? I think what from the discussions that I've had is that there is no way, given the size of this thing, the potential debris field, that even in areas that you think are uninhabited, it wasn't clear that they could take a shot and, and avoid any civilian casualties. And so I think that is the consideration. They have not ruled out shooting it down eventually, but there are other ways that they may be able to deal with it. They have other options. Oh, interesting. Really funny how the U.S. government can go quarantine you or can move you about or can declare that no people can go running or jogging on the beaches during COVID. But then suddenly when they need to shoot down a balloon, it's like, oh, we can't tell people where to go. Just say, hey, nobody goes into this national park. See ya. Would you be okay if the government shot down an enemy aircraft that was spying on our nation's nuclear secrets, and it just so happened to fall onto the playground, uh, ladies and gentlemen, in your home. Like, I I'm sorry. Like, I would be okay if the government's like, hey, listen, um, there's enemy aircraft over Tampa. You guys need to get out of there so we can blow them all out of the sky. I would be okay with that. Gotta tell you, like, this is the first time in my adult life that America has been invaded. This is an invasion. This is an enemy aircraft. China is our geopolitical enemy. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to say it. Mitt Romney, yo, I know that he's done a lot of bad stuff, but he took it directly to Barack Obama saying, uh, yo, China's our enemy. Barack Obama laughed in his face. Said, oh, what do you think about the Cold War? You tried to go back to the Cold War? Yes. These people are communists. They're neo-Marxists. And the reason that Joe Biden isn't shooting this balloon down is because he himself is also a neo-Marxist that fetishizes the communist Chinese. What is Donald Trump saying? Donald Trump this morning saying, shoot it down on Truth Social. Donald Trump going, shoot down the balloon. 
Do you agree with it, ladies and gentlemen? Remember what they took from us. This was a uh, fake Donald Trump tweet. Sadly, this is not real, but we thought you would like it anyway. Remember what they took from us. This is what Donald Trump, were he president right now, would put up on Twitter.com this very instant, and you know it and I know it. President Z, sorry to burst your bubble, but if you try and fly your cheap made in China balloons over the USA again, I'll fly some made in America fighter jets over Beijing. Bye-bye. Go home to mommy. You know that's what Trump would be doing right now. And you know that's what any conservative, anyone who cared about this nation, who isn't fully and completely compromised by the communist Chinese, they would be shooting this thing directly out of the sky. Maria Bartiromo saying exactly what's going on here, ladies and gentlemen, that Joe Biden is compromised by the communist Chinese. We know that, and we're going to detail exactly how, ladies and gentlemen, in just a moment. The only thing to conclude here is that the CCP must have so much on the Biden family that the administration will not react with any type of provocations. Cancel the China initiative, soft on IP theft, COVID-19 origins. We don't care. No question whatsoever. And now this. There's the spy balloon. Let's have a look at it. Look at that thing. That's the spy balloon. Ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Zinke, again, who will be joining the show uh, mo uh, like momentarily. Ryan Zinke says, shoot it down. Chinese spy balloon is a clear provocation. Montana, we do not bow. We shoot it down. Take the shot. Well, Ryan Zinke, you have friends in Montana. Why don't they all just take the shot? That's what I'm going to ask Ryan Zinke when he's on the program here in just uh, a few minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, Carrie Lake tossing up this tweet. I am told there's a balloon that needs to be taken care of. Oh, man. Remember what they stole from us, ladies and gentlemen. Donald Trump. Donald Trump, sadly, not president right now, and uh, Carrie Lake, sadly, not the governor of Arizona. However, I believe that there are some very special things that are going to be happening for Carrie Lake in the near future. Uh, we will keep you posted on that as they develop. We're very close with Carrie. We're very tr close with Trump's team, ladies and gentlemen, and this is going to piss off a lot of people, including, but not limited to, Donald Trump's own secretary of defense, Mark Esper, who's on CNN. Mark Esper is obviously disgraced himself, uh, but just to show you, you know, he turned against Donald Trump and so on, but just to show you exactly the difference in the type of staffing between the Trump administration and the Biden administration, let's listen to Mark Esper seconds ago on CNN talk about what he would have done had this balloon enter Amer entered American airspace under the Trump administration. Joining us now for more perspective on this is the former defense secretary under former President Trump, Mark Esper. Thank you so much for being here with us this morning, Mark. I guess the number one question I have is you know, when the White House makes the decision not to shoot it down, do you agree with that decision? What kind of options do they have here? Well, uh, first of all, I'm surprised by this. I think it is a brazen act by the Chinese to do this. Um, we, we were just talking about whether or not it has more or less intelligence value than what they currently have, I, I don't think we know. And so my interest would be not necessarily shooting it down, but bringing, bringing it down so that we can capture the, the equipment and understand exactly what they do, they're doing. Are they taking pictures? Are they intercepting signals? What are they doing? And what is the level of uh, technical capability? It will tell us a lot about what they're trying to do, what they're trying to learn, and what their capability is of doing that. Now, failing that, I would definitely... So, ladies and gentlemen, this is Donald Trump's Secretary of Defense, saying, yes, we just bring it down. I mean, you could shoot it down and you'd lose all the intel. You should bring it down and then see what these machines were coordinating with, where they were sending their information. China's saying this is a weather balloon. Hey, pay notice a weather balloon. Everyone go about your business. It's so small. It's in the sky. You can barely see it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's just hovering over our nuclear silos. Don't worry about it. It's tracking the weather. Don't you like the weather? Aren't you concerned about the environment, don't worry about this enemy invasion aircraft over your airspace in America. We all know the truth, ladies and gentlemen, that if Donald Trump were president, that this balloon would have never been sent to America. This would never be happening. Of course, we wouldn't be in this situation. Enemies, all animals, all creatures are able to sense weakness. They're able to sense moments to strike. Watch a nature channel show. You are able to see how the gorilla to the lion to small insects are able to sense weakness in their enemies and they know when to strike. They know when to go. They know when to attack and when to go get their next meal. 
And people around the world are now seeing that America is a neutered, eunuch, feeble, feline, spineless administration that you are allowed to spy on, that you are allowed to humiliate and denigrate and debase. This is what the Biden regime has created. Listen to this article, ladies and gentlemen, from Breitbart.com. U.S. is tracking a suspected Chinese surveillance balloon spotted over American airspace. China said Friday that it would look into those reports as a discovery further strained tense relationships. The Pentagon decided not to shoot the balloon down with the potential flying over sensitive sites because of concerns of hurting people on the ground. Bull! Bull! Ladies and gentlemen, this is obviously and clearly not true. The American government does not give a damn. Okay, it should be shooting this balloon down. And uh, if there are if there are any damages, that should be explained. But ladies and gentlemen, this is over Montana. Have you ever been to Montana? Montana is a deeply and sparsely populated state. I think like half of Montana is natural parks. The other half uh, is like protected lands. Deeply, deeply troubling. We're going to ask, again, the congressman from Montana that question directly. News came as Secretary of State Anthony Blinken was expected to make his first trip to Beijing. That trip has now been postponed. Let's see here. What did happen with Joe Biden, who happens to be the commander in chief? Put a chill in your spine. The commander in chief, Joe Biden. What did he do when he was confronted with this information that China is responsible for an enemy aircraft that is flying over America? Biden was briefed and asked the military to present options, according to a senior administration official who is not authorized to discuss the sensitive situation. The senior defense official said the U.S. was prepared, including F-22s, Raptors, in order to shoot the balloon down if ordered. So why is that balloon still flying? Because Joe Biden decided not to order that balloon to be shot down, ladies and gentlemen. And now you know why. Clearly, because Joe Biden's comp- a compromised Chinese asset. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin and General Mark Millie, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, advised against taking kinetic action because it risked the safety of people on the ground. Oh, really? Does this does this regime does it, through the COVID pandemic? Do you believe that these people care about your safety? Let me ask you something. Do you believe they care about your, your safety? They all endorsed mandating mandating. That you, against your own will, take their prescriptions to go to work, ladies and gentlemen. They mandated against your own bodily autonomy. First time, I mean, never let them forget this. That Joe Biden walked out on stage and was going mandated that you take the vaccine to go to work. Ladies and gentlemen. Photograph of the large balloon lingering over the area that captured, uh, captured by the Billings Gazette. Of course, they didn't tell you this information, much like Biden's classified documents. They're not telling, they're not openly describing what's happening to you. They're not getting ahead of the story. You have to wait until local media, the Billings Gazette, is promoting this story and taking photos of the balloon that can be seen with the naked eye. The balloon's appearance adds national security concerns among American lawmakers over China's influence in the U.S., ranging from a prevalence of the highly popular smartphone app TikTok, yes, to purchases of American farmland, all being allowed, ladies and gentlemen, by the Chinese military. TikTok is a Chinese military asset. The Chinese military is buying up farmland all around American military bases, and now they're sending weaponized warcraft, aircraft, into our airspace. Why? Chinese President Xi ordered his military ready to invade Taiwan by 2027, warns CIA Director William Burns. China's President Xi Jinping has ordered his military to be ready to invade Taiwan by 2027, the director of CIA was warned. Speaking Tuesday, William Burns says Xi's ambitions towards Taiwan should not be underestimated, despite him likely being sobered by the performance of Russia's military in Ukraine and its setbacks. LOL. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a massive scandal that is predicated upon our president being a ball gag, simp gimp suit wearing, 
Chinese Communist Party dog walker. Meaning he's getting dog walked by Xi Jinping. Joe Biden is compromised by China and they're pushing boundaries to see what the limits are. What's next? They take Honolulu? What's next? You know, they've flown Chinese spy balloons over Honolulu. They've, they've, this has happened in Hawaii multiple times where Chinese aircraft have buzzed, military aircraft have buzzed the islands. So this is Amer- they've done this before. And they're doing it again, ladies and gentlemen. Why? Why? The answer to that question is very simple. And we are going to illuminate it for you right now. We have done the research. We've gone back through. And ladies and gentlemen, it's um, pretty clear. Joe Biden is a Chinese asset. Joe Biden is a foreign asset. How, how, what, what an incredible triumph. What an incredible triumph for our enemies that they are able to install a foreign asset that they can use as a Muppet, hand up at the backside with the permission of Barack Obama, who ultimately controls Joe Biden and his fate. These people are unilaterally using Joe Biden to pull the levers of the TNT in the controlled, controlled destruction of our country. This is a controlled demolition. That's what's happening to America. So as your blood boils, ladies and gentlemen, remember this. Joe Biden himself is a Chinese asset. Ladies and gentlemen, 54 million in Chinese gifts donated to the Penn Biden Center. Hmm. It's a little curious there. Why did the Chinese give so much money to the Penn Biden Center? Well, Tucker Carlson actually has a pretty good description of what this money was buying and why. Watch. So all of this aroused our suspicions naturally. So we decided to get a closer look at the University of Pennsylvania and its ties to China. We took a look at text messages from Hunter Biden's laptop to see if we could find an answer. And we found messages between a senior professor at Penn's International Relations Department to Naomi Biden. That would be Hunter Biden's very young daughter. The message from the professor begins this way, quote, Dear Naomi, I'm writing you tonight to invite you to take part in a major conference in China at the end of March. I've been asked to help recruit a prominent young leader. They, the Chinese government, will fly you business class and, of course, provide all of your accommodations. I don't think it would surprise you that they are interested in you thanks to your family name. I would not take offense at that. It is truly the Chinese way. And frankly, better you than that dolt, Tiffany Trump. If you are interested, can you send me your CV and or a bio? I would forward that and you could expect an official invitation from Li Baodong, the secretary general of the forum. End quote. Pretty remarkable. As far as we know, that has not been previously reported. So here you have an employee of the University of Pennsylvania, an Ivy League school, sending an invitation, apparently on behalf of the Chinese Communist Party, to recruit Joe Biden's granddaughter for an influence operation, saying that she'd be flown to Beijing and stay in Chinese government-controlled accommodation. Why is that not the biggest story on Earth right now? That the dead-to-rights letter of the Chinese Communist Party making an asset out of Joe Biden's granddaughter. We have that dead to rights. And we know exactly what the Chinese government was paying for inside of the Penn Biden Center, where the initial tranche of classified documents pursuant to China. Remember, these documents are related to China. We know what happened as soon as the University of Pennsylvania began this Penn Biden Center, ladies and gentlemen. The Chinese cash started flowing in along with the Chinese janitors that got access to the second drawer on the left where Joe Biden kept his classified documents inside of the center. We did a tweet uh, thread on it. We thought we'd uh, bring that back up here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Very curious here that the University of of Pennsylvania uh, has taken hundreds of millions of dollars in donations from China. That's very odd. UPenn houses the Biden Center. So what is the Chinese, what are the Chinese paying for? Do the Chinese, the Chinese pay you hundreds of millions of dollars? What exactly are they getting? They're very, uh, the, uh, as far as I know, the government of China is quite stingy, quite mean. They don't give people a ton of money for nothing. 54 million in Chinese gifts donated to the UPenn home of the Biden Center. Article after article. The president of 
the University of Pennsylvania, Amy Gutman, questioned about Chinese donations. Well, this is strange. University of Pennsylvania can't explain mystery Chinese donations. This is strange. You Penn struggles to explain three millions in donations from Hong Kong Shell Company. These aren't even real companies. Ladies and gentlemen. So what's going on? What's happening here? You are able to see directly what the Chinese are paying for when you go back through the histories of the Biden family with the Chinese. Hunter Biden used your tax dollars, and it is very simple. I mean, let's take a step back before we look at the details here. The Bidens sell American secrets because they hate America. They do not love this country. They are not patriots of this country. They hate this country. They wish to erode this country and its secrets and its defense because they believe that America is done for. They hate this nation, so they want to sell it to the highest bidder. If given an opportunity to defend America or to enrich themselves by selling out this country, they will take the latter every single time. Hunter Biden hopped on a taxpayer-funded jet and flew to Beijing in order to get Chinese communist dollars in order to sell our secrets to China. This has been made abundantly clear. That's what this CEFC deal was about. He was selling American natural resources to China, along with whatever secrets were left in the Penn Biden Center. Watch. 2013 trip to China, getting new attention this morning, not for what Joe Biden did, but for who he brought with him. His son, Hunter, joining the then vice president on the official visit to Beijing, along with Hunter's daughter, Finnegan. Unknown to the press back then, Hunter Biden was forming a Chinese private equity fund, planning to raise money, including from Chinese investors. Years later, Hunter Biden acknowledged that during the trip, he met with a Chinese banker, which his spokesperson describes as a social visit, not a business one. Ten days after the Biden's trip, Shanghai authorities issued the fund's business license. Hmm. Interesting. So the Bidens do a trip to China and then the government of China, which runs everything. It's a complete oligarchy there. It's just neo-Marxism. The government runs everything. The government has total fusion with private capital. It's called fascism defined. So the government then gives the Bidens license to operate. Strange, ladies and gentlemen. What did Hunter Biden do with that license to operate? Well, he immediately started a office with the Chinese government. In fact, with some of the most nefarious figures inside of the Chinese government, with arms dealers. And the spy chiefs of China, according to Hunter. This stuff's wild. Hunter Biden, $49,000 in rent to Joe Biden exactly matches the deposit of the office he shared with the Chinese energy company. Now, we've covered this before, ladies and gentlemen, but it's worth going back and just just glossing over the details. Ladies and gentlemen, Hunter Biden was paying for $50,000 a month in rent at a place called the House of Sweden in Washington, D.C. for his partnership with CEFC. CEFC is a Chinese energy company, China Energy Company. That's what it stands for. This this is, ladies and gentlemen, the company that the Bidens decided to sell out American natural resources to the Chinese directly. Now, who were who are the people involved in all of this? This is where it gets really, really fascinating for the Bidens. The people involved in this deal, and the reason that this deal fell apart, is that Patrick Ho, who is one of the Chinese partners in all of this, who Hunter Biden acted as his lawyer, represented him. This man was prosecuted by our own Justice Department for being a nefarious arms dealer. This man is called, in Hunter Biden's laptop, the spy chief of China. So the Bidens were literally getting bags of cash from the spy chief of China. So you're, you're, you're confused as to why Joe Biden isn't shooting down Chinese spy operations inside of America? Do you see what's happening here? 
He's owned. When the New York Times dared to report on this, Joe Biden is on tape, on tape, calling his son. You'll listen to his voice in 10 seconds here, talking about the Chinese problem that his family has and that he's probably in the clear. The corruption of these people boggle the mind watch. Hey, Palace Dad, it's 8.15 um, on uh, Wednesday night. If you get a chance, give me a call. Nothing urgent. Just want to talk to you. I thought the article, at least the thing on online, is going to be printed tomorrow in the Times, was good. I think it's clear. And uh, anyway, um, if you get a chance, give me a call. I love you. I think you're in the clear. Is that what you say to somebody who has not committed a crime? The Bidens are knee deep, knee deep in graft and corruption within the Communist Chinese Party, ladies and gentlemen, and that is what they are trying to hide inside of these documents. This is what they are so scared about. This is what they are so, so, so deeply worried about when it pertains to the Penn Biden Center getting raided. You remember the initial raid upturned classified documents pursuant to China that were held inside of the Penn Biden Center. And how do we know it? Ha, ladies and gentlemen, we know it because CBS reported it originally, not because our federal government decided to tell us about it. CBS found out. Shockingly enough, CBS allows a woman named Catherine Herridge to report real news to their great credit. One of the few actual reporters inside of the corporate press is allowed to report real news. This is the same woman who verified the authenticity of Hunter Biden's laptop uh, two years too late. But nonetheless, I mean, I, I suppose we'll take small victories here. Ladies and gentlemen, CBS was the first news organization to break the story of Joe Biden secretly stashing away for his own private use and probably his own private profit classified documents pursuant the Chinese watch. Three sources tell CBS News the classified documents were discovered in this building about a mile from the White House at the offices of the Penn Biden Center, a foreign policy research institute set up after President Biden left the vice presidency. According to a source familiar with the matter, the classified documents are small in number and were found in November in a box among unclassified material. Sources would not characterize how sensitive the documents are. Responding to requests from CBS News, the White House counsel said that on November 2nd of last year, before the midterm elections, lawyers for President Biden were cleaning out office space at the center. When they discovered the documents marked classified in a locked closet, they stopped the work and contacted the White House. White House lawyers then reached out to the National Archives, which is responsible for the records. The archives in turn contacted the Department of Justice. Attorney General Merrick Garland then tasked the U.S. attorney in Chicago, John Lausch, a Trump appointee, with determining what is in the documents and how they arrived at the Penn Biden Center. The FBI is also involved in the preliminary inquiry, which a source says is nearing its conclusion. Are you seeing a trend here, ladies and gentlemen? The timeline of events for this document scandal shows you precisely, as we have been talking about this entire week, why the administration is hiding every single revelation from this document scan. The reason why is that this is a regime killer. This will, once and for all, remove the mask of the fake American democracy and reveal its true nature. That this is an oligarchy that is run by Muppets that is run by a permanent state in Washington, D.C. that selects its leaders based on their weakness and their fealty to the foreign powers that they wish to sell America out to. In mid-November 2022, ladies and gentlemen, the FBI searched the office of the Penn Biden Center where he hid classified documents. You didn't hear about this. It is now February and you are now just hearing about it. Biden concealed it from the public for nigh on three months. 
December 2020, Biden's lawyers tell him about more classified documents in the garage of his Wilmington home. But the American people are left completely unaware. In this time period, the Department of Justice appoints a special counsel to look into Donald Trump's handling of classified information, ignoring the fact that Donald Trump has summary and plenary power to classify, declassify as president. It is established law that Donald Trump can retain classified materials from his administration. Yet there are hundreds of public statements that are released in this time from the Biden regime about Donald Trump. These people are just absolutely sick. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. January 9th, CBS finally reports first that the U.S. attorney is investigating classified documents stowed away in Biden's private office. January 9th, November, January 9th. Man, ladies and gentlemen, you're talking three months. They hid this from you. January 10th, 2023, Biden addresses the scandal for the first time, claims he takes documents seriously. Biden continues to conceal the fact that he knows that they found multiple tranches of classified documents. Watch him lie. People know I take classified uh, documents and classified information seriously. When my lawyers were clearing out my office at the University of Pennsylvania, they set up an office for me, secure office in the Capitol. When I, the four years after being vice president, I was a professor at Penn. Uh, they found some documents in a box, you know, locked cabinet or at least a closet. And as soon as they did, they realized there were several classified documents in that box. And they did what they should have done. They immediately called the archives, immediately called the archives, turned them over to the archives. And I was briefed about this discovery and surprised to learn that there were any government records that were taken there to that office. But I don't know what's in the documents. I don't know what's in the document. I was surprised. It was just one one box, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to him lie. You may recall that video. Well, it gets worse. We're going to give you the TikTok of exactly how many lies that they have given to you and said to you, looked straight down the barrels of the cameras, knowing full well at that moment, Biden knew full well that they had found classified documents inside of his homes, inside of his private residences. Corinne Jean-Pierre, of course, refusing to answer questions on this on January 11th. Watch our truly most untalented press secretary in American history. I just ask if you have any information about why the president's personal attorneys were at the Penn Biden Center in the first place. Were they looking for something specific? Was there something specific they were doing going through these documents? It just seems like to send, if it was just routine moving stuff, to send a personal attorney to do I, that. I would oh. refer you to the White House counsel's uh, very extensive um, uh, uh, kind of information on, on Monday that they provided. Uh, so I refer you to that. January 11th, 2023, Biden's lawyers finished searching his home in Wilmington, where they found more classified documents on top of what they already knew. All the public knows at this point is that a batch of documents has been found at another location. We have no idea where it is. On January 12th, Americans learned that Biden was hiding classified documents inside of his garage. Biden says they're safe because his garage is locked. Watch. Classified material. Next to your Corvette, what were you thinking? Let me, uh, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Okay, so it's not like you're sitting out in the street. But anyway, yes, as well as my Corvette. Um, But as I said earlier this week, people know I take classified documents and classified material seriously. I also said we're cooperating fully and completely with the Justice Department's review. As part of that process, 
My lawyers reviewed other places where documents in my, uh, of, from my time as vice president were stored, and they finished the review last night. They discovered— So Joe Biden, of course, an absolute masterstroke from Peter Ducey there, bringing up Joe Biden's Corvette. You do that kind of thing to somebody who clearly is in early onset— dementia and he's going to remember this fond memories of his 67 Corvette and he's going to respond instead of reading his carefully crafted message from his lawyers. Joe Biden goes, the Corvette's in a locked garage, saying that locked garages in turn is exactly how you should store classified documents. Corinne Jean-Pierre now caught lying six times on the record about these documents. The date is January 13th, 2023. Watch. The, the search is clearly complete. They completed uh, the uh, uh, the search. The search is complete. Uh, he is confident in this process. You should assume that it's been completed, yes. After the search concluded last night, that search was completed last night. It wasn't. In fact, we went on to find many more tranches of documents. And so as this spirals, Joe Biden goes from his typical swaggering with his fake hair and his fake teeth and his dandruff and his depends and his his jaunter jauntering his rock on touring with the press to just simply ignoring questions about this Joe Biden knew at this point that something was afoot and that he himself was caught, perhaps, in a trap and that more documents would soon appear. In fact, they did on January 17th. Ladies and gentlemen, we have more documents. Watch. This breaking right now, an additional five classified documents have been found at President Biden's Wilmington home by special counsel Richard Sauber. In a statement, Sauber says he obtained these five pages Thursday and they were immediately taken into Justice Department custody by officials who were on scene. A total of 20 pages of classified documents have now been recovered from the president's home in Wilmington and his former office at his Washington think tank. Welcome to Fox News Live. I'm Jillian Turner-Bill. It's great to be with you. Great to be with you. A lot to get to today, so we'll get right into it. I'm Bill Malugin. The president is spending this weekend in Wilmington, Delaware, at the exact same house where classified documents were found stored next to his Corvette. Huge problems here because the judicial department is allowing Joe Biden to taint a crime scene. If there is a mass stabbing that occurs and you're standing on your front porch with a bloody knife, the cops don't just wander up to you and say, hey, why don't you clean all that up? We'll be there in two months. That's what the Biden DOJ has done. And this is why Joe Biden continues to ignore questions on this front, because Joe Biden is starting to realize this is all spiraling out of control. Ladies and gentlemen, on January 19th, 2023, Joe Biden tells reporters that he has absolutely no, no regrets, no regrets on his handling of classified information, continuing his delusions that the American public is on his side. Watch. You know, the only I, I will answer the question, but here's the deal. You know what? quite frankly, bugs me is that we have a serious problem here. We're talking about we're talking about what's going on. And the American people don't quite understand why you don't ask me questions about that. But having said that, what's your question? Okay, look, as we found uh, we found a handful of documents were failed uh, were filed in the wrong place. We immediately turned them over to the archives of the Justice Department. We're fully cooperating, looking forward to getting this resolved quickly. I think you're going to find there's nothing there. I have no regrets. I'm following what the lawyers have told me they want me to do. It's exactly what we're doing. There's no there there. Thank you. All right. The hubris will be these people's downfall. Pride cometh before destruction, says the Holy Scriptures. On January 22nd, 2023, 
A Biden advisor is asked how many more documents will be found. And their answer is it's a little bit complicated. Uh, That doesn't sound very confident. Then Joe Biden heads off to Camp David. And we told you that this would be a wartime footing for a president who realizes that everything around him is on fire and that he is currently at war with his own Justice Department, that he is at war with his own party, and that there are forces far outside of his control that are stripping him, ladies and gentlemen, of an opportunity to run again in 2024. And that's what this was all about. The final blow, ladies and gentlemen, coming this week, February 1st, 2023, federal investigators raid Joe Biden's Rehoboth home and steal take his private notes. What's that all about? Well, we'll unpack it for you here in just a second. The federal government raiding Joe Biden and his next beach house go. Mika, that's absolutely right. According to three sources familiar with this matter, FBI uh, agents, as we speak, are searching President Biden's Rehoboth Beach home for classified documents. This comes, of course, after there have been a discovery of a number of batches of documents at his think tank here in Washington and also at his home in Wilmington, Delaware. They're confiscating his private notes, you see, because they know something that you and I also know, that Joe Biden was selling out top secret intelligence and classified information to the highest bidder, that he was doing this for the benefit of China. We've shown you the 22-point email from Hunter Biden on his laptop. We've shown you numerous seemingly classified pieces of information that Hunter Biden was sharing with his business partners all around the world, China included. Now, all you need to do is cross-reference official documents from the State Department, from the Ukraine or China hands at Foggy Bottom, and you'll realize, ladies and gentlemen, that what Joe Biden is doing here is posing the number one domestic threat to our nation that we've seen in our lifetime. It's the largest political scandal of our lifetime. This is why they're trying so so full-throatedly to cover it up. We just gave you the TikTok timeline there. And more importantly... We drove a stake through the heart of this idea that Joe Biden is the president of the United States. No, ladies and gentlemen, Joe Biden is a Chinese asset, and he is somebody who is allowing now a spy drone, a Chinese weaponized aircraft, to hover over a fine American state, ladies and gentlemen, a fine American state represented by a single member of Congress, a wonderful man. A patriot, a fighter, a Navy SEAL, somebody who served inside of the Trump administration admirably and honorably as our Secretary of the Interior. Joining us now, ladies and gentlemen, Congressman from the great state of Montana, Ryan Zinke. Thank you so much, Congressman, for being on the program. People don't really understand that you do have one of the more badass uh, biographies in all of Congress, and uh, we are honored to have you on the, uh, the program today because you are a, uh, a, a war fighter. You are uh, somebody who served this country. You're somebody who's probably very upset that the Chinese are able to fly a spy aircraft, a military aircraft over your state, uh, and, and presumably uh, the red carpet has been rolled out for them uh, by the Biden administration. Your thoughts on this? Well, uh, first of all, we should shoot it down. Uh, and, and this leads to this this balloon, surveillance balloon or not, it didn't happen overnight. I mean, it, it got here somewhere, uh, we presume, what we've been told across the Aleutian chain. And then it, then it goes across Montana, is hovering there. So it's been here a while. And look, if we can't shoot down a balloon, which we should, then how can we defend Taiwan? I, so number one is the administration came back on our, our briefing last night and said, well, we didn't shoot it down because of our chance of civilian casualties from the debris field. When I've been to the Lucian chain as a seal, I can tell you there's not a lot out there. And I can tell you in Roosevelt County in Montana, it's the least populated county in, in the lower 48. And I, w- I would say almost all the residents of Roosevelt County would love to shoot it down themselves. <laughs> so they would love that thing we shot down over Roosevelt County. 
but you know, it leads to a couple things. Well, number one is what was their response? They they tried to as their playbook blame it on Trump. Oh, this has happened under other administrations, but China is a lot different. Uh, today and they they were even during the Trump administration. Obviously, they have increased their aggressive position. They are threatening Taiwan. Uh, they are moved into critical minerals. So so China is flexing and, and remains the aggressor. Uh, secondly, the debris field that somehow this would constitute a, a threat was also you know not accurate because again the Lucian Chain in Roosevelt County. And lastly, they said, well, it's nothing to worry about. Because they can't collect any intelligence they can't collect through other means, either satellites or or human and, and those sources. And that's not correct either, because what they observe is what was our response? You know, again, when did we pick up the balloon? Uh, was a combatant commander informed as it, as it went to the U.S.? What's the chain of command? When did it go to the National Command Authority? And did we act? And the bottom line, Benny, is, is we did nothing. Uh, and and that's the same scenarios as Afghanistan. We showed weakness in Afghanistan, and and that debacle I think led to a green light for Putin. Uh, now now we're in a war with Ukraine with without any idea how to get out of it. By the way, we and I I, I you know I, I love John F Kennedy or the will pay any price uh, for freedom. However, blank checks, uh, no way. You can't give a blank check to anybody because this is on the on the backs of the U.S. taxpayers. What's the plan? And then lastly, with China, I, I think this was, while some people would say this is much to do about nothing, uh, I, I would say, once again, it shows our ineptitude uh, of action. So two things I would like to uh, drill down on here. One, this didn't just appear. This balloon has been traveling over the continental United States for quite a while. So why are we just hearing about it now? Uh, secondarily, uh, there is a large group of people who appreciate the Second Amendment in your state. Do you think that somebody uh, in your state will just take matters into their own hands and shoot it down themselves? Well, I answer the first, you're exactly right. And we'll, and we'll get to the bottom of it. Uh, our, our job is to, is to get the Department of Defense over here and, and find out what the truth is. When did you discover it? At what point was the procedure? Did a combat command? Or what, did, were you authorized to fire? All those things, some of the secret level, you know, we'll get to the bottom of because that's our job. Uh, secondly, I am sure the great state of Montana, there's probably some barn out there that has something capable of knocking this thing down. Uh, but, you know, in, in the Chinese response, it was interesting to look at that. I said, well, this is, you know, calm down. They said, you know, this is it. We have limited steering capability on this and, and it's a balloon. So I, I accept that. But look, if, if the Chinese can't deflate it, I think we ought to deflate it for them. I mean, I. I, I think that the vast majority of people in your state would agree. And I think that the vast majority of people in your state would say, I don't care if this thing hits my barn. Uh, you know, I want it down. I don't want it hovering over our nuclear silos. And there are multiple Air Force bases uh, that have, uh, you know, high capacity uh, capabilities inside of your state. Am I correct on that? Well, there are. Uh, Montana in, in enjoys to be part of the triad. Uh, so we have ground-based missile defense systems. And I, I agree to the degree uh, that the Defense Department would say there's, you're not going to gain anything on those specific sites uh, from the flyover, although they could. Their, their technology is improving. But I think that the, the biggest assets, what's our response? You know, how long do we do we see it come in? Did we do anything in, th in this case? It doesn't seem like we're doing anything. So, you know, I, again, I, I, I'm for shooting it down. We should have shot it down a long time ago. And, and look, if, if it was an errant balloon and they were uncontrolled, and then diplomatically they they would have informed you know us. We we would have, we would have looked at it. we maybe would have escorted it or helped them deflate it. Uh, but but I, I don't I don't think the good state of Montana the citizens want that Chinese communist balloon overhead, and America should not put up with it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, it, it, truly, and I I think that you should you, you should say the first. Montanan to shoot the, this down gets the Congressional Medal of Honor. They'd, that that well, person would be a hero. Well, I tell you, if I could, I'd, I'd go back to Montana and, and pull the trigger. Uh, but unfortunately, in my barn, I don't have anything that will reset for. <laughs> but you know, I, I think in, in seriousness, uh, it, it needs it, once again. 
uh, the the biggest thing was is that look if if we can't handle balloon, how do you think we can handle the Chinese, you know, invading Taiwan or or put an adequate check on the on their aggression? And look in, in China, you know, not only militarily, but look, China is the largest violator of fishing, so they do illegal fishing all all over. If you're an environmentalist, you know, ninety percent of the of the plastics in the ocean come from four rivers in China. So there, there's islands out there in the Pacific that are 800 kilometers, and it's all made in China. Uh, so China has is, is not been our friend, uh, and this is just another poke in the eye. And look, if they poke us in the eye, I think we need to poke back. Yeah. You uh, had a remarkable tenure uh, as Secretary of the Interior in the Trump administration, a cabinet-level position. You did wonderful work opening up our national parks, uh, obviously protecting the majesty of this nation uh, so that Americans could enjoy it without communist balloons hovering overhead. How would Donald Trump be treating this situation? You know, I I don't think President Trump uh, and the Trump administration gets enough credit for what we did on the conservation front. I mean, the Great American Outdoors Act, which I was principally the architect, and that passed. That was the largest investment ever uh, to restore the infrastructure in our parks and, 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 and forests. So we did a lot on the conservation side. But, you know, in my, in my working with President Trump, uh, he can make a decision. And he's, he's not afraid to make a decision. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and with, with Pompeo as a Secretary of State, I, I, I guarantee you that that, that uh, would not have been handled the same, same way. It seems like we're confused. We shouldn't be confused. We should be have a you know resolute and look out for the interests of the United States first and foremost, and our and our allies. From a from a military perspective, uh, and you were a Navy SEAL. Uh, there there seems to be a large intelligence capacity here. Why are we taking the Chinese at their word? Why not bring the balloon down? Mark Esper was just saying this moments ago on CNN. Bring it down and actually assess for ourselves if they are telling the truth here. Well, as you remember, we had an EP-3 not too long ago that was operating in international space. They escorted that to a Chinese base, uh, then successfully disassembled it, right, and sent it back to us parts you know, later and got, you know, sucked all the information and, and classified information out of it. So I have no problem. We, we should have identified uh, this early. And if it was, uh, if we were worried about civilian casualties, I can tell you I've operated as a sealed in the Lucian chain, not a lot out there. And then uh, beautiful Roosevelt County, I guarantee the great, the great citizens of Roosevelt County would, would stand in line to shoot that thing down. So, uh, you know, what the administration says and what the truth is, sometimes there's a pretty big gap. I, I think in this case, uh, they just don't have a, you know, a, a hill to stand on and their position. But we'll get to the we'll get to the answers. But right, right now, I don't think we should let that thing. Uh, hover in Montana or anywhere else. Uh, I think we should knock it down. Uh, a final question here for you and, and changing tact ever so slightly. Uh, you are a member of Congress now. Uh, uh, once once more, uh, you are a member of Congress. Um, you had uh, a, a another foreign asset, arguably, uh, Ilhan Omar, who was kicked off the Intelligence Committee yesterday. Uh, I believe you voted for her to be removed from that committee. Uh, talk me through this. And uh, some of the reactions have been really going viral. It seems like uh, the theater kids are really taking the uh, opportunity to pantomime um, and flagellate and throw their arms uh, uh, in the air uh, uh, quite hysterically. Well, a general rule of thumb, if you can't get a security clearance, I don't think you should be on foreign affairs. Uh, and, and you know what, your words do have meaning, but yeah, second vote yesterday, there was a hundred Democrats that voted against a resolution condemning socialism, a hundred. I mean, and and that was one of the easiest pitches probably in, in the history of Congress. Do you believe and support, you know, socialism, communism? Or you support America and, and our constitution and a uh, hundred went sideways. Unbelievable. Uh, but then again, that's, that's, that's why we're here. We're going to defend America and we're going to defend Montana and our values. And I wear a cowboy hat, you know, constantly for, for a reminder that, look, the cowboy is under duress. He's under attack. You know, the cowboy values are, and, and we're not going to stand for it. Yeah. Uh, final question for you, Congressman. Uh, it does seem as though Republicans are getting off on the right foot here in Congress. Uh, you know, I was a, a Kevin McCarthy skeptic, to be quite honest with you. Uh, and now I'm watching how the uh, Congress is operating, and it is based 
And I am deeply impressed at the work that I'm seeing done. Can you give us a little bit of a preview as to what is to come in the coming months for oversight of the Biden regime for, you know, incidences like this, uh, the, the multiple scandals on multiple fronts? What are you the most interested in Congress doing in the coming months, sir? Well, the answer the first on, on Speaker McCarthy. Look, I've been to a lot of battles in my life, and I have. I can tell you the battles aren't won by generals. They're won by the front line. Uh, in, in Congress, it's not the speaker who passes the bills, it's the members of Congress, and it's also the people holding their members of Congress, Congress accountable. I mean, here's, here's a shocker. Why don't we do what we said we're going to do? And, and so it's the, it's the body, it's the committee chairs. And lastly, where we're going, you know, it's clear uh, that we have issues in this country. Uh, we're failing Foreign shores, we we're seeing the consequence of Afghanistan, of Ukraine without a plan. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm not a blank check guy. Uh, and then then the, the curb, the aggressiveness of, of China. So on foreign shores, domestically, energy costs are far elevated. Inflation is still running out of control. People can't find a place to, to live affordably. They are, we don't have a border. And then finally, culturally, I think we're in trouble, uh, you know, Boys should not play girls' sports. You know, it's okay to call mom, mom, and dad, a dad. Uh, so on those trifectas, uh, this Congress is going to push back, use the power of the purse. Uh, I sit on appropriations. Uh, we need to curb the spending, uh, find savings where they are, make, make it more efficient. And look, I, I am, I'm a, I'm a pro-defense. Uh, obviously, my background is a former you know, SEAL and, and commander. Um, but the defense also, we need to be able to, to have an audit uh, that, that passes successfully. And look, there's 800,000 DOD employees. Uh, and, and think about 800,000 DOD employees. That's not those that wear in the uniform. So we've created an army of bureaucrats that ensures that our weapon systems, you know, are, are late coming, they're, over, they're overburdened, too much, too much bureaucracy. But DOD, you know, it's fast becoming a health care and a pension fund that makes a little a few rounds of ammunition. We need to look at restructuring uh, the, the process and, and find the savings where they are, which we can uh, and, and make and make sure the priorities of the U.S. match what the priorities of the people are. We have here, sir, your uh, spectacular tweet from this morning. Shoot it down. In Montana, we do not bow. We shoot it down. Take a shot. Ryan Zinke, at Ryan Zinke on Twitter, ladies and gentlemen. Go there and follow Montana till I die. Go there and follow the great congressman and patriot. Uh, also, your congressional website. Just so, ladies and gentlemen, if you like what you heard today uh, from the congressman, uh, please go and follow along on his website. Get in touch with him. Uh, uh, thank you so much uh, for being with us. And uh, again, I, I think that these clips are going to go viral People in Montana will stand in line to pull the trigger. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one. <laughs> well, Betty, God bless. And I'll, I'll look forward to seeing you in person soon. All right. All right. Godspeed. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's what we do on this show. We are here to bring you the lawmakers and the people every single morning with the trends and the ebbs and flows of news media. We will always endeavor to bring you the voices that are the most valuable right now. Ryan Zinke, uh, the congressman from Montana, uh, they're speaking uh, as accurately and articulately as anyone can about what people feel right now as a Chinese spy balloon hovers over our nation. Ladies and gentlemen, Ilhan Omar has been booted from the Foreign Affairs Committee. Ladies and gentlemen, she's still free to have foreign affairs with her brother, but she ain't on the committee any longer. We want to we want to always bring you good news. And this is a very important piece of good news. Listen to uh, the um, thespians inside of Congress scream now as this happens. Go. is on adoption of the resolution. Those in favor say aye. aye. Those in favor say no. No. It's the opinion of the chair that the ayes have it and the resolution is agreed to. And without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid on the table. Gentleman from Mississippi is recognized. We asked for that. 
the best one was AOC. And what if I did my show like this? Okay. What if my entire show was like going like this and like telling you what I thought about things? Would you take me seriously? No, you'd think I'm a pantomime freak. So why does AOC do this? Man, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Watch. This is about an abdic a condemnation of anti-Semitic remarks when you have a member of the Republican caucus who, have, who has talked about Jewish space lasers and an, an entire amount of tropes and also elevated her to some of the highest committee assignments in this body. This is about targeting women of color in the, in the United States of America. Don't tell me because I didn't get a single apology when my life was threatened. Thank you. <laughs> it's just a slap. She's like, she knows she's done a great job. And she, AOC, the old slap in the back. Oh, man. They were in complete and total hysterics. I mean, I'm telling you, they were hysterical yesterday. Rashida Tlaib, also a terrorist apologist, standing up for her terrorist apologist friend, brother lover, Ilhan Omar. Uh, she was brought to shaking, quivering tears because she's being stripped of a committee assignment. It's not like she's getting kicked out of Congress. You could make an argument for that. She's getting stripped of a committee assignment. As Ryan Zinke just said, somebody who shouldn't give be given somebody who couldn't be given a top secret clearance should not be on the intelligence committee. That includes Adam Schiff. That includes Eric Swalwell. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, much like Eric Swalwell, we were crapping our pants watching uh, this clip. Go. Censor. <laughs> Congresswoman Omar, in the same week, they introduced a bill to ban federal employees from engaging in censorship. Where are the free speech warriors today? The hypocrisy is obvious to the American people. You are showing who you all are, really. The gentlewoman's the time has expired. Omar will not be silenced. The gentlewoman's time has expired. Omar, the gentlewoman's so time has expired. That that our country is failing you today through this chamber. You the, belong the gentleman is no longer recognized, and the, the gentleman from Mississippi is recognized. Madam Speaker, I reserve. Gentlewoman from. Leave Brittany alone! Leave Brittany alone! It's so embarrassing. You ever wonder what would happen if the theater kids took over your government? This is what the lonely. The loner, soy-filled, deeply emotional theater kids in school that, like, were in their little clubs after school and wouldn't talk with anyone and wore, like, black, like, black hair dye and, you know, getting goth. This is what happens. This is what happens when you give those kids power. Very dangerous. Very scary. Don't give these people power. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's powerful to uh, start your weekend on some good news or some great news. So let's do that. House GOP launches probe into John Kerry's secret negotiations with China. That's right. House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer is demanding House Biden's climate envoy, John Kerry, turn over his documents related to secret negotiations with Communist Chinese Party. The Republican says that undermine United States interest. Oh, ho, ho, I'm starting to see a trend here. Ladies and gentlemen, Ron DeSantis's budget includes $2 billion in tax relief, permanent sales tax exemptions for baby necessities and gas stoves. Yo, that's how you do it, baby. Democrats want to ban gas stoves. Ron DeSantis is incentivizing you buying a gas stove. I cook on a gas stove. What do you cook on? You cook on an electric stove or gas stove? I'm telling you, gas stove for me all the way. My wife wouldn't have it any other way. Nothing gets like hotter and better and fresher than with a gas stove. By the way, very racist to ban gas stoves. How are you gonna how are you gonna cook? There's so many different, like, there's so many different forms of cooking that's like over a fire, like a wok, right? Like far be it for me. This show is definitely against communist China. Ladies and gentlemen, how are you going to cook on a walk if you have an electric stove? How are you going to do it? It's racist. Don't ban electric stoves. Ron DeSantis is not banning electric stoves. In fact, he's incentivizing the buying of gas stoves. Speaking on the proposal Wednesday, DeSantis said the Sunshine State will have the lowest per capita state tax burden, debt per capita of any state. And he's proud to announce the $114 billion budget proposal includes billions in tax relief. 
tax relief to going going towards the incentivization of families making families and being like having less of a burden on mothers and fathers young mothers and fathers yo you're looking at one it's awesome ending of sales tax for baby items and ending of sales tax for gas stoves <laughs> what a great troll and another great troll, Kevin McCarthy is letting Sarah Huckabee Sanders deliver the Republican response to Biden's State of the Union address. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, now Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Uh, Democrats didn't like her on TV. They were very upset when she was on TV every single day for the Donald Trump press secretary position. And now she will be back on TV after Joe Biden's uh, diseased State of the Union, which will be embarrassing and will be next Tuesday. So we look forward to that. Sarah is a, is totally based we're big, uh, big fans of Sarah Sanders on this show. We're also big fans of making sure that you have a little pep in your step right into the weekend. The easiest way to do that is to know, ladies and gentlemen, that these uh, cretinous individuals, these diseased uh, degenerates that run our government, these people aren't in control. God is in control. Remember that. Let it be an abiding peace that washes over you as you celebrate here in still the greatest nation on earth, America. The verse of the day, when the storm has swept by, the wicked are gone, but the righteous stand firm forever. Be counted among the righteous, this from Proverbs, and let the wicked be swept away. What a beautiful verse, ladies and gentlemen, to start our weekend with. Godspeed, know that we are fighting with you here. What are we fighting for? God, family, country. We fight for those three things. That is our guiding North Star. And we fight as happy warriors. And I uh, I, I also would stand in line to shoot down the communist Chinese balloon. I would, I would love to do that. <laughs> would you love to do that? Baby, I'll be dreaming about that tonight. I'm here for you. Our show is here for you. We thank you for watching. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back on Monday. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. See ya!